0: Hey guys, it's Amy. Welcome to another episode of the Authentic Not Perfect podcast. Thank you for tuning in. So today I will be talking about emotional eating or food addiction. You may be wondering if it is possible to be addicted to food. And if it is possible, you may wonder why it is an issue to be discussed. After all, food is not a harmful thing and we need food to stay alive. Well, food addiction is real and certain foods can easily become as addictive as drugs to our brain. Our brain has hormones like oxytocin, serotonin and dopamine and these hormones require stimulations so that they can, you know, be excreted in amounts that will be enough to make us feel good or to just make us feel relaxed. This happens when we engage in Certain activities or, you know, taking certain things into our bodies, things like alcohol, sex, um, drugs, stimulate these hormones in large amounts. And when that happens, we feel good in an, you know, almost um, higher than normal way. And this will cause our brain to want more of those things next time. And when we see these things, we are quickly reminded of the good feeling that we got from taking them in the other time. And we take them in again, again, and again. And that way, a habit is formed. If we continue, it then becomes an addiction. Sometimes we have to break free from you know, these addictions, whenever we realize that it is as harmful as it is, pleasurable to us. That's how we get addicted to certain foods most time. When we have a likeness for a particular food, we eat it and we get to feel good and, you know, feel satisfied. So when we feel low or sad, some of us tilt towards that food or other food really so that we can feel okay. And if that sadness or feeling of emptiness is not addressed, it will go on and we will continue to eat our comfort food as most people call it. And gradually it will become an addiction. You will begin to see the effects which normally presents itself as a feeling of guilt, heaviness of the body, weight gain and even self-esteem issues. Just like drug addiction, it is not easy to break free from emotional eating or food addiction whenever you realize that that is what is happening because you will have withdrawal effects. Just like a person who is addicted to drugs and is trying to stop when trying to get off the drugs and break free from the addiction, it happens and you get to experience the same thing when you're trying to break free from any other form of addiction, including food addiction, it is easy to become addicted to food or to eat just because of your emotions and how you feel at a time, because it doesn't really seem to be a bad thing. No one will arrest you or see you as a bad person because you're just eating food. We need food. You know, you're just eating your favorite things really, and you're not harming anyone, but the effect is bad for you. I know this because I've been addicted to food. I've had to eat just to comfort myself. A few months ago, I found out that my dad is ill. He started going in and out of the hospital. I had fears and I still have fears. The country was in lockdown due to the pandemic, so I couldn't travel. Business was slow and we were spending money. I was so sad. A lot of other things happened to me as well, and that messed with my head and my feelings. Normally, I'm an okay, I'm okay kind of person. Like, every time you ask me, how are you? I'm fine. I'm okay. You need to almost, like, force me to be be able to open up to you and say that this is what I'm going through. Only a few people are able to get me to do that. I didn't think that I had to break down in the face of those challenges. I believed in staying strong through it all and not, you know, let myself look weak or even feel weak or even worse as I considered it, you know, act weak. So my brain and my body knew that something was happening. But I decided to run from that reality by eating a snack that I you know, discovered, and I called it my favorite snack. I would eat like five of those snacks in one day. The feeling of sadness always comes more at night, and I would eat my snack even at night just to feel okay. I had I had it by my, you know, bedside. It was that serious, really. Well, I began to notice my belly increase and belly fat annoys me. Like you have no idea. I don't like seeing folds and all that when I wear my t-shirts because I wear t-shirts a lot and some of them are not so big, but it was happening. This was happening to me and that made me more sad. And you know what that means? More food and more snacks just to deal with that emotion. And in about two months, I gained 11 kg. Yes, you heard right. 11 kg. That was when I realized that I needed to do something to help myself. So I started exercising. But remember what I said about the withdrawal effect? It started happening to me. I would feel like I couldn't live without the snacks, uh, without eating. I would say things like, I'm just eating now. It's my body. I will lose weight when I'm ready. I know how to lose weight when I want to, but that's not the case. I did not just gain weight, you know, because uh, maybe it just happened or, you know, I was okay, but I wasn't eating the right things. I was addicted to a particular food. I was using it to fill up a, a void to deal with something that I should address on its own. So it was, it's not, it's not as easy as just waking up and deciding to start working out. It's not even that easy when, you know, you're just trying to lose a few, um, cages, but in this case, it is worse. It is worse. Like imagine being addicted to something, getting 11 cages and, you know, trying to get rid of that. It was not easy. So I had that withdrawal effect and I thought that, you know, (laughs) I would die or I couldn't go a day without the snacks. It's not like I would die anyway, but, you know, it just always felt like something was missing. So somehow I went back to eating my snacks and I stopped exercising and I continued, you know, um, to fill the void with food. I continued to suppress my emotions. With food, I gained two more cages and then it hit me. 13 cages in two months. That's huge. Just try to imagine that. I knew I had to help myself. So I reached into myself and my emotions and confronted all my issues. I allowed myself to cry. Yes, I cried. I asked myself questions about the situation I was facing and I answered them honestly. I came to understand the things that I could do to keep things going in the area of my dad's health. And, you know, I started to plan, uh, make plans. And while at it, I went back to exercising. Just like addiction to drugs, food or sex, working out also excretes dopamine. And could make us feel the same level of pleasure and even more, but in a healthy way. But the thing is, it is easier to form a bad habit like emotional eating or overeating rather than um, to go for a run or form a habit of working out, which is healthier. Bad things are much more easier, you know. But for real, it is easier to form Um, The habit of overeating to suppress your emotions and it is to, you know, walk out and get that dopamine, you know, flowing and, you know, clear your head and get clarity um, to be able to function better. Well, I decided to walk out every day and I created a meal plan for myself that did not have all the foods that I loved. I began to feel better. After the workouts, you know, I would feel happier and pleased with myself. I was able to think clearly and put my plans to work. And I was able to bring my dad down to the state I live in. And he is getting better medical attention. And we get a surgery that will fix everything soon, by God's grace. I'm still on my recovery journey, really. I'm still a bit worried about my dad, about the surgery, and other things that you know has happened to me or that even happened during the time I realized that my dad was ill. You know, I told you that a lot of other things happened as well. So I still worry about them, but not so much. And I no longer eat to deal with the way I feel. I pray. I listen to podcasts. I, you know, do my affirmations. I walk out. I write. I help other people when I can. I look after my dad and I'm pleased with myself. And that means less sadness so i've lost a few cages i could stay an entire day without eating anything don't be like me in this area (laughs) you need to eat but i do that sometimes to prove to myself and my brain that eating when i have to is the best thing for me i had to share my story because i need you to understand that food addiction or emotional eating is real it is a thing is not something you can just wake up and stop so you don't allow yourself you know to get deep into it don't in fact don't even start it's not as easy as i'm saying it so um i would say that you pay close attention to yourself when you are feeling sad when you are feeling sad pay attention if you have people in your life you know that feel sad and you're looking at them it's like they're eating and eating please pay attention to them and help them early it is not easy but you can help somehow so don't try to feel the emptiness you feel in yourself with food things will only get worse really I also share this personal stuff because I told you in the first episode of um, this podcast that this is a platform where we embrace our authenticity and that includes our flaws, our weaknesses, our down times, our low times. I don't want to, you know, wear a mask and come on here to drop lots of um, how to's, how to, how to. No, I don't want to do that because that's not my reality really sometimes um we get hit by life and we fall with little or no desire to even get up like sometimes you just want you fall and you just want to be there like the comfort of being there is kind of pleasing i don't know if someone else feels that way like sometimes you fall you know you are down in fact you could do something to get up some people are even may even be you know um giving st- stretching out their hands to you to help you get up but you don't want you just want to be there Sometimes that happens. So I don't want to come on here and wear a mask like an actor. See if I'm always motivated two four seven three sixty five. 365. No, that's not the case. That's not my reality. I stand strongly for, you know, authenticity. And I told you that we are a tribe. And that's why I'm here sharing my story so that you can understand that food addiction is a thing. Emotional eating is a thing. If you resonate with this, Please. You need to find a way to help yourself. So um, I'm here sharing my downtime with hope that it will resonate or touch someone so that the person can draw strength from knowing that someone else experienced the same thing and is working things out. And maybe that will help that person break free and live a healthier, happier, more productive life. Exercise start over if you fail keep that food away from your house i live with my sister and she also liked the snacks that the snack that i was addicted to so but what i told her if she if she has to buy but she wasn't addicted to the snack she would eat but maybe one in three days two days you know because it, it was nice but She was not addicted. So what I did when I was trying to get over it, I told her, if you have to buy this thing in this house, you have to make sure that I don't get to see it. And she really, she was helpful with that, you know. So you keep that food away from your house if you can. Engage in other good activities till you are able to find one activity that is exciting enough to keep you going back, you know. Food addiction, emotional eating is real and it is harmful. It is not healthy. The effects are terrible. It's not even as easy as I just, you know, described. You feel sad. You feel heavy in your body. You feel heavy in your soul because you're not addressing the the roots, you know, of where the whole sadness is coming from you're not addressing what needs to be addressed so it is worse much more worse than i just described and you don't need to indulge in that and if you're already doing that please please start taking little little steps it is not easy i can tell you for free because I'm going through it. It is not easy to over, you know, override something that gives you comfort for something that is healthier. Exercise is sweet when, when you, in fact, it's possible to even become addicted to exercise because like I said, it will, you know, it is able to secrete or, you know, cause, um, you to get the the same level amount of dopamine that you would get from overeating or, you know, being addicted to other things. It is possible. So, but the thing is, it is much healthier. And before you get to the point where you become addicted, addicted, you would have seen results that, you know, will cause you to become maybe happier on your own and not really, you know, basing your, um, happiness or, trying to get satisfaction from the exercise. You would see your body transform and maybe that will boost your self-esteem, make you more energetic and much happy. And you may not even need to do any extreme exercise again and that way you will not be addicted to it. So thank you so much for tuning in and listening to my story. If you've experienced or you are experiencing this same thing, I would really love to know how you got through it or how you are doing at the moment if you are still experiencing it and I would like to help support you where I can. So please send me a DM on Instagram at amy.g or send a message to my Facebook page, amy.g or an email if that is more convenient for you at amaraziri2019 at gmail.com I'll be waiting to read from you. Please keep my daddy in your prayers for a successful surgery. I will come back with an update on this. Until next time, guys, focus on being authentic, not perfect. Bye, guys.